This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Thanksgiving. I'm actually stuck here because for God knows what reason, Heather was like, oh, I want to meet my friends out She's like, I won't be that late because there's a curfew here at 11 o'clock. Can you put Sasha to bed? I'm like, yeah, fine. But I got my podcast. She's like, yeah, she'll be asleep before then. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Uh, and then we just totally forgot about the puppy, which is like Heather's thing. <laughs> to like put him to bed and like I hang on to him when she's putting Sasha to bed. So, you know, like he just will not sit still and he's not old enough yet where you can just let him wander the house. So I have two choices, let him scream in his cage, which isn't good, like right before bed, because that's where he goes to bed, or uh, he's on my lap. So that's where he is right now. And for the moment, he's had to kind of force him down. He was like trying to clamor out, and I had to like kind of push him down and be like, chill. And now he's he's kind of sleeping, half sleeping. So let's see how well, long it lasts. This will be adventurous. It doesn't have to be a long one. I don't have much for you being the holiday and all that. Um, I haven't told you that props for naming, I believe you named your dog Oscar. That's a classic A plus Kirby enthusiasm episode where Larry David tries to involving Jeff's dog and ends up getting his daughter, uh, do- Jeff's daughter drunk or trying to get her because she's allergic to his dog. Anyway, also named Oscar. Great dog name. You know, it wasn't me. Uh, it was uh, Sasha came up with it. Sasha and Heather. And I had a different name. I think Walter was the name I wanted, but they overruled me, and it was Oscar. So you know, it wasn't that important to me. So I, I let it go. You know. So yeah, that's it. So what else is going on here, man? We're uh, we got football's crazy. We got a game. It's pretty funny. We had an XM live draft, uh, drafting the three Thanksgiving games uh, this morning. And while we spend a whole hour of it at the very, very tail end, there's breaking news, and the Raven one of the three games has been uh, postponed. So that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, as long as it goes off on Sunday, we can still score it. Although you know, maybe some of the injured guys would have boosted up a little bit, like Juju or somebody, but. That's 20 bucks, you know, it's just for the hell of it. You're not going to know, though. You're not going to get that satisfaction on Thanksgiving of knowing if you won or not. Yeah, definitely. And I liked uh, the Steelers a little better in staff picks, too, you know. The extra days, rest obviously helps Baltimore. Frustrating as a 49ers fan. I know you and Jeff talked about that, and it is what it is. The season's certainly not a a fair playing field for for any team. So I want to ask you, so Sasha, this is the second time this week she's done this. But she knows my show's 5 to 7 p.m. Portugal time. <laughs> and I close my office door, and she'll come in and start doing something, and I'll kind of wave her away, like, go away. Or if you're going to be here, just be quiet. Don't you know, try to get my attention while I'm talking. 
and she came in today and I waved her off and she was trying to ask me a question and she saw I was talking on the radio and I used to in my in the old days at XM when I wasn't the pro that I am today try to like ignore the distraction and pretend not, like nothing was going on I probably told the story like 10 times but there was a FedEx guy in the office that we used to work in and he would just drop stuff off for there were like five people shared this larger office and no matter what company got a package you know somebody would just sign for it and then give it to whoever's it was and so he was used to that, but I was in this little conference room that had these like French doors of glass you could see through, and I'm doing my XM show. It's like 2005, and I'm a, a real rookie, and I'm nervous, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm talking on satellite radio, and this guy's like knocking on the door, and I'm, I'm waving him away like, go away, go away, and he's knocking and knocking like he's, you know, an inch from me, but through the door, and I'm totally losing my train of thought and stumbling over my words. And, <laughs> Just feeling embarrassed and, and angry, and, and it's not even a package for me. It's like for some rando in the off in different office that I would have been fine with signing for if I were like sitting at my desk or something. And it like totally derailed my segment. And then when I finally had a break, I was like, "Dude, I was could you not see? I was saying I'm on the radio live." And he was like, "Oh, whatever, man. You know, he just didn't care." And so I I realized like the way to do it was to just tell the person off on the air because it's way better radio and it doesn't ruin the whole segment. So the next time it happened, and you might have been listening or people know about this, was I was in New York, and when I'm in New York, you know, it's not like I don't have a regular studio, and they just assign you a studio. So I was in the studio to which I was assigned doing the show, and while I'm doing it, I get this knock on the studio door. It's this teeny little studio, and there's some dude there, and I wave him off, and he keeps talking. So I finally just opened the door. I'm like, dude, what is your problem? I'm in the middle of a show. He's like, uh, the studio was booked by me. You know, and, then I was just, and that was the one where I apologized for not dropping that dude uh, because just, you know, like you don't interrupt somebody, at least wait till the break, you know, wait till you can see that I'm, I'm done. Anyway, the latest. Offender. In LA, no, you've been in, in the, the other place that I've stayed at before. The, I, I remember you screaming at someone too in that like apartment you had. Oh, uh, maybe so. Maybe so. I got more comfortable like telling someone off. Yeah, anyway, yeah definitely. So the latest offender, and this is the second time offender this week, and I had a stern conversation with her earlier this week is Sasha Liss comes in and she starts asking me. And the thing she's asking me about is even more annoying because uh, two days ago she said, can you get me some glue tacks? You know what glue tacks are? I don't think so. They're like sticky things that you stick on paper or anything you want to post to a wall. So you know what, you know what a thumbtack is? Where you tack, yeah, okay, yeah. It's sure. a glue okay. tack. It's like a sticky tack. And it all pulls the paint off the wall. So Heather hates them too. But she really wants them for some reason for something in her room. So she asked Heather and she asked me and Heather gets annoyed because she's like, don't ask both of us. We're going to duplicate it. And secondly, just, I said, you know, she's like, no, he'll get it. You won't. So I actually didn't have time or forgot to get him Tuesday. So I promised her that I would get him today. So it's raining out. Like, you know, like I'm with the dog half the day. I got a bunch of columns, all this Thanksgiving stuff. And I'm like, oh shit, I told her I'd get those glue tacks. So I go out in the rain, you know, it's in Portuguese. I don't know what these things are called. I figured out like at the place, and I got the dog with me. I got my mask. I'm trying to I get the glue tacks, and I put them on her desk, which she'll obviously find. So instead of looking for five seconds in her room or asking Heather or whatever, she just busts in the office, and she's like, where are the glue tacks? Where are the glue tacks? And I'm in the middle of doing a segment. So I tried to wave her off, and then I said, hold on a sec. Excuse me. And I said, Sasha, get out. <laughs> just get out. I'm doing the radio. 
So I hope it didn't sound like I was too much of a monster uh, on the radio. Uh, yeah, no, I laughed, especially then Alan later said he did a welfare check on your family and it caused him to double up a pick. So it was all a beautiful sequence. So yes, yes you were definitely harsh for a, a daughter that age, but it's funny and it's on brand and it wasn't that bad. It's, yeah, it's fine. Good. I was like, uh oh, I don't want to like, get social services involved. But yeah. I mean, she deserved it. I mean, she's coming in to ask me about something that I did for her. I actually got it done for her today in the rain and she's coming in to bug me about it without even looking. And she knows she can wait till seven when my show is over, even if she couldn't find it or ask yeah. her mom, but she just like zero. And I'm just like, you know, it's just, I went, I talked to her. I said, you know, it's just a matter of respect. Like that's disrespectful. Like I, I'm, when I tell you, no, it means I'm doing something important. Like don't, don't do that. It's not, this is not an urgent thing where your glue tags are. That even led to me comparing myself to Sasha and Heather because you went on a rant saying that they're incapable of, of trying things themselves, going to you for help. And that's my default with Carly, my wife. I just say, you know, you, you help me. I, I'm too, you know, I don't want to bother trying to learn how to do it. I'd rather you just figure it out. So I, I'm pretty well, much guilty, guilty as well with well, that. There's two things. One is strategic incompetence, which uh, there was like when. when yeah, that's, Sa- that's what I employ. Right. Yeah. When so Sasha was a baby, you know, there's the diaper bag and the diaper bag smelled terrible. And every, you know, after you got like 20 or 50 diapers or whatever the number was in there, you had to change it. And changing was disgusting because it was like a week's worth of shit in there, you know, and piss. And it was disgusting. And there's like a way to do it and tie up the bag and pull it out and redo it. And I just like strategically incompetent my way out of that duty completely. So, and Heather does for like 10 things, you know, I'd be like, oh no, it's so easy. Let me show you. No, 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 no. Just, just please. I don't want to know. Just, just do it. It's that thing where you're like, I don't want to know because if I know then yeah, I can be asked right. to do it. So yeah. that's one thing. Strategic incompetence. I think there's a division of labor wherein like each person employs that strategy to some extent to avoid particular things they really want to avoid. That's fine. That's normal. But it's when it's like, oh, hey, hey, uh, oh, can you help me with this on the computer? I'm not sure how to do. And then I walk, I actually get up, put down my laptop, get off the couch, walk across the other room and ask him, oh, never mind. I figured it out. (laughs) Never mind. I got it. Or or Sasha and her like, oh, where's the, what what did you do with the knife? Where's the, where's the tea thing? You know, where's the, this thing? And I'm, it's just like, just look first, just look first. I'm like, it's in the drawer. Where in the drawer? I'm looking in the drawer. Oh, Oh, there it is. Like, don't, your first instinct shouldn't be ask. Your first instinct should be like, do what you can within your level of competence to take care of this thing that, you, that your particular problem. And then only if after making that effort, you see no other way, come to me and, and bother me with what I'm doing. I don't know. Maybe we're just bad parents because her first instinct is like, help, help with this. <laughs> and then, and then if, you, if you try to help, she's like, no, no, you're doing it wrong. I know how to do it. So it's just... Uh, yeah, so I, I got yeah. mad at her, and uh, it is what it is. I don't, I don't feel bad about that one bit, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm teaching the, this that bad habits myself with my daughter. It's with the same type of uh, incompetence that I exercise regularly. But you, uh, yeah, I know you were fine. It was funny, and uh, yeah, what, what a disastrous altogether. It's funny that the, that game is canceled at the end. Was just that, that was perfect. Yeah, it was a fun draft. Though. I, the hour went by quickly. I, yeah, I've never been so mad as to have CJ Prosize swoop. Like one of my <laughs> drafting Peters. I just thought you guys were, you nutless monkeys didn't know about him. But yeah, no, he's, uh, yeah, PPR. I, I underestimated my uh, competition, my room. I'm, I've been chastising myself all morning since. Yeah, it's like if only we had something like depth charts on the site or like a, a rankings list on the site, a cheat sheet. <laughs> it's like we have everything. It's, of course, we, it's not like we're going to forget about somebody. Yeah, no, but I mean, I'm going pretty deep, pretty deep there. Yeah. I mean, precisely. So you don't think you've been been too on too many people's fantasy uh, radars uh, much, but yes, you're right. Uh, it was uh, definitely fun. It's super deep, funny with the three 
three games and six players going three wide receivers and flex. Uh, yeah. But yeah, good times. So the other thing I want to mention is I was talking about this with Heather. We, we didn't agree necessarily, but you know how Gavin Newsom got busted for going to your place, the French Laundry, that you like to dine at a lot? Yes, I do know. Yes, I'm yes. well aware. Yeah, yeah, people like you with the amount of money you have, just that's like a regular meal for you. It's not even a big thing. Oh, but for Gavin so Newsom, good, that meal. Oh, so good. Yeah, so, oh. So, so Gavin Newsom went. He's like telling everyone to like stay home and not go to these large gatherings and at restaurants. And he goes to this like 50-person party at the French Laundry, and he gets busted. There's like you know video of him or photos of him there. He doesn't deny it. He says he made a mistake. But I started thinking about it, and I was like, if you take COVID seriously, like if you believe this is a very dangerous virus, then you should be like, this dude has to resign. Like he absolutely has to resign. Now he's not going to, but you should be like, I, I can't stand for this guy because if he's like, okay, we need everybody to do X, Y, and Z, nobody's going to listen because he, he, his persuasion is dead on arrival. Nobody's going to say, oh, he takes it really seriously. We should too. They're like, no, he, he knows he doesn't even take it seriously for himself. It's not just the hypocrisy. That's one thing. He ate dinner. Big deal. I don't even think it's that. You know, I'm not saying this is politicians do way worse stuff. But in terms of persuading people to do that thing, he's dead on arrival. He can't persuade anybody anymore. And because of that, if you're one of those people who just thinks it's a total hoax and a psyop to, for the state to seize more power, you love Gavin Newsom. You're like, yeah, look at Gavin Newsom. He knows you guys are being played. Like He's the perfect example. And so... It's just funny. I mean, of course, they won't demand he resign because he's on Team Good and he's a, a Democrat. So all those people, they'll just somehow cognitive dissonance it away from their brain. But they should be like really pissed at that dude. Like this dude, he has to leave because the, the only thing a politician can do is persuade. If they do it by force and make all sorts of draconian laws like they're trying in Michigan, other places, even if you, if you cowed people into like not doing stuff because they would get severe penalties... All they're going to do is cheat. It's just going to be like a surface level compliance, right? With the virus, it has to be a deep compliance where you're really not, you know, secretly doing stuff. And you can't get that if it's coercion because the second no one's watching, you're going to, you're going to cheat. It's going to spread, right? So you need to have like a buy-in and none of these guys like Cuomo, like had his mom for Thanksgiving, you know, all the things they're telling you yeah. not to do, you lose the buy-in, you lose your audience. So again, nobody gives a shit because they're on team good. So that's enough. But they should. If they think it's going to make a difference, they should. Yeah, no, I, got, I get your point. He's lost all credibility with that. And I don't think he's, yeah, he's probably just gotten his way um, most of his life. It seems like uh, Newsom's not, I don't think, he, he's obviously not going to resign. And this isn't going to amount to much other than people complaining. But I do get, I do get your point. I mean, but yeah, he, and, and, and he has lost all, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's very much. I mean, he's very helpful to the, to the COVID deniers because they're like, yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like it's, he's making their point. And to me, that's like, you should, you should be mad if you care. If that's, if that's your greatest concern right now, you should be mad. A funny, uh, just side note, I actually met Gavin Newsom. A long time ago, like 2000, I want to say 2006 or seven, um, with Stefania Bell. Before she was famous, she was a RotoWire writer, and I met her and with her uh, former husband in uh, San Francisco. We were out to dinner somewhere, and she knew him somehow, and he came over and shook our hand and said hello. He didn't have COVID at that time, or wasn't, you know, to my knowledge, but it's 2007. <laughs> Yeah, I remember those times. Uh, yeah, the first uh, Vegas trip was like eight of us, including Dre and and Stefania and myself. My first uh, yeah, yeah that was like two thousand four, two thousand five, maybe that trip. Yeah, right around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
crazy times. Crazy how much has changed. Um, yeah, okay, so you're, you're Newsom. Yeah, I don't know. What's he going to get promoted now? I know Garcetti is maybe, so I don't know. Yeah, all these things, they, you know, <laughs> they fail upward, you know. It's a, yeah. I, and I was, I was making this point, like, I probably made it last week too, but, like, people are like, well, how did all these people who made all these disastrous foreign policy decisions get, you know, put into Biden's cabinet? It's like, no, it, that's why they, that's why they're in the cabinet, not, not despite that. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, pause on. I think Heather might be home. Hold on one sec, just because okay. he's going crazy. Yep, that's her. Thank God. I just dropped him in the hall and that's it. I'm free. Nice. Nice. So do you have any thoughts on the named uh, cabinet so far? Um, seems like they're running back a lot of Obama. Um, maybe it's, uh, you know, they have experience. Maybe they won't make the same mistakes or any, any thoughts at all? No, I mean, I, I think like all these dudes are just corporate warmonger, do the job types that you would expect. I, I've, I've read little bits and they're all, it's all bad. It's like Janet Yellen is the, I was going to say, that's the only one I've really been reading much about because of the whole Bitcoin. Uh, you know, yeah, she I mean, she's, oh, she's great for Bitcoin because she's just gonna, you know, keep funneling money into stocks, you know, keep, I mean, she's, I, again, I don't know, cause I'm not, this is not my area of expertise, but the guys that I've read who I sort of trust are like, yeah, oh, she'll go so far as to buy stocks if it crashes. You know, she's like the most extreme in which case she'll just, you know, exacerbate the income inequality to such a crazy extent and inflate assets to such an insane extent, then that would be very good for... And that obviously means more more than her saying she's not a believer in it five years ago or whatever. She also said that they have no say and you know, the Fed has, it won't step in or something too. So you, know, you think overall, I, I have some kind of concern because she said she was, you know, she was bearish on it or whatever. But bearish on what? Her, just the idea, you know, there's some concern if they, you know, they don't want any meddling, you know, stepping in the government, you know, if you're worried about it when it becomes an actual competition. But you don't think that that probably you think that's not not a concern at this point. And, and the fact that her policies lead to to ultimately good things is all that matters. No, no, uh, I'm not. I'm not understanding what you're saying. What is that she's not stepping into? Just that she doesn't like she's not a believer in Bitcoin. Itself. Oh, Bitcoin. No, she none of those people are. But that doesn't matter that whether she believes in Bitcoin. What would matter is if she inflates assets, she's going to she's going to accidentally do yeah. it. Now that's not good policy. It's good for Bitcoin. No, I understand. But it's bad. Okay. You know, it's it's bad for income inequality. It's bad for uh, people who earn wages. It's you know, it's it's bad for social unrest. The world, maybe. Yeah, yes. the world. Yeah. It's bad for global warming, things like that. To the extent that that's your big concern, because it just when you start to inflate dollar, you uh, you encourage like yeah. massive consumption instead of savings and right. you know being frugal and, and biding your time. The sort of uh, high time preference. I mean, low time preference that the Bitcoiners espouse is, you know, hey, look, I'm going to wait. I want money that's hard, that keeps its value or goes up in value so that when I want to buy something, I can do it. And I'm not consuming all the time and you know, creating more garbage and pollution. But, yeah, there's her, a bunch of warmongers and recycled Bush, Obama, you know, types. It's funny because a lot of people hate Hillary Clinton and they're like, thank God she's not president. But basically she is president. Because it doesn't matter if it's Hillary or Biden. Obama was maybe the light version of that. But, like, they're just doing the jobs for the clients. It is right. Hillary. It doesn't, you know, whether it's Biden. That's not, that's not what's important. You had this weird, as we said last week, this mob guy who came in with this bizarre, out of the blue, sort of disrupting the, uh, the plans. But now the plans are back on track. 
You know, they got delayed. They got sort of delayed. Some of them were probably still going on fine with Trump, but now they're totally back on track. And that, you know, we talked about it last week. It's it's worrisome. Ted Bell was like DM me afterwards, and we were talking about it, and he was just saying that there could be some second order effects. Like, you know, everybody reacts to this, and all those people get exposed for the nefarious dishonesty that they're that they're up to no good, basically. And I, I agree with him that that's definitely a possibility that this whole thing backlashes hard on those sort of utilitarian globalists, but but it still makes me nervous because I don't know, you know, it may backlash on them and it, it may not. They may succeed to some extent, so it's still concerning. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it is concerning and I don't know where, where it's going to go next. Um, so uh, do you have any, have any plans for Thanksgiving? Yeah, we're, uh, we've got some friends who are from uh, Philadelphia and they have some outdoor space at their house. It's been rainy, but they've got like a outdoor covering and going to cook a turkey there and have some wine and, you know, that kind of shit. What about you? Good deal. No, not, I mean, no, no, not too, too many plans at all. Just my mom and, and a cousin who's helping out with her is going to come over for some dessert, but no, not really. Um, even the in-laws are mostly staying away. So going to watch football. I would have had a uh, three, um, three games turned into two. It's bad news, but, um, no, nothing. I guess it's kind of, you, you wrote about it, man. I need to talk about your piece. Uh, I, I agreed with your premise there actually, and your conclusion. Um, talk, talk about it, about Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. And your East coast offense. Yeah. I mean, it's partly just kind of tug in cheek, but I was kind of making fun of how horrible Thanksgiving really is. And, how really going three and zero against the spread was the only thing I cared about, and two and one was the minimum I needed to enjoy my Thanksgiving, and I would tolerate any kind of family quarrel, no matter how ugly it would get, for three and zero. You know, I mean, it could be <laughs> violence at the table, and I'd be fine with that. But you know, a lot of people can't see their families, and I, you know, I'm very torn. I, I think people should respect the possibility that the virus is really serious. I, I can't get my head around it. I don't know what's really true. I just know that there's a, in my opinion, realistic, not like non-zero, but like realistic possibility that this is something to seriously avoid. And so just respect that and, and not catch it so as not to spread it. And so I, I respect that. At the same time, uh, I respect people who are like, look, man, there's a virus. Like, There's lots of different viruses. I want to see my family. I want to connect to the people, my roots. And I, I think the dismissiveness that, oh, yeah, you know, you're selfish. You just want to do, you know, I, I, I'm not, not down with that. Like, I feel like this is like a legitimate thing. Even though I, I'm not really like Mr. Family to myself, really. I'm like about the covering the spread. And so my piece was just about how, you know, most yeah, but you will miss to whatever the random uncle you, you can center yourself. You know, kind of you, you recalibrate where you stand right then. You know, by it's a good checking in point. Right. Is, well, I, exactly. I like that. Yeah, I, I like that though because uh, I, I do do that in my head too. I like I like that. Yeah, because it's like your family does like fucking slightly less hairy chimpanzees from whom you're descended. You know, you're like these fucking people, but that's you. You know, that's who you are. That's who. You, that's your clan, man. Those fucking people are your clan. Those freaks, that's your family, you know? And it, and it kind of like knocks you off your sort of carefully crafted online persona. You know, like, oh, here I am online. Like, here, here's who I am. And I, I joke that everybody knows, everyone sees through that bullshit except you, but at least you can pretend to yourself online that you're this, whatever it is you, you know, whatever it is you invent yourself as online. And so it's good to like expose that for the reality of, of where you're from, who you are. 
but you know, for a lot of people, that's not going to be possible this year. So, um, yeah, it's also just naturally my, my, my family too, but obviously the, the COVID is, is, is accelerated some stuff and made it tough. Yeah, no, I, I wish I could, a group of people, uh, that I only want to see once or twice a year. I wish I could, uh, BS talk the year off about Bitcoin for sure. I will I wish that that was a possibility, but definitely things are going to be different for a while now. Yeah, Bitcoin's really plummeted. It's only eighteen thousand seven fifty now. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a bummer. You know, I'm, I'm now not anything less than nineteen is a disappointment to me, dude. I can't believe you got in at fifteen at one point. Did you get in fifteen? You lucky <laughs> no, dog. No. I told you this when it was at like five thousand. I was like, you know what? Don't worry. But because remember, I was the one who talked you into it, and you bought what like a tenth of one. Yeah, at fifteen, way back, yeah, three years ago, really. yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Don't worry, don't worry." <laughs> One day, people be like, "You got in at 15? Holy <laughs> shit, you are so lucky!" That is so funny. That is funny. Yeah, because it was bad. It went from right after I got it. It literally uh, was it's. It, I don't know if it's all time high, but it peaked for for the for the moment, and then it dropped like six immediately. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. but um, we're heading the right way now, and it's looking very bullish. Uh, well, the other um, the other thing is like. It's weird because, like, it, it, this guy, Fala, said, like, you know, there's no real Bitcoin, Bitcoin searches on Google are not up because it's not like it's not a retail FOMO driven thing. This is institutional. This is Paul Tudor Jones. This is Michael Saylor. This is Stan Druckenmiller, these giant hedge fund guys being like, yeah, I think you need to own some of this. My clients want, you know, this allocation. This isn't like the small guys piling in and they said the reason it's going up like a thousand a day is that it's they're careful they buy a little bit they wait they buy a little bit more they wait they don't just like pile in and chase it up and run them and run the price up and that fomo will hit too i i, I can't I, I imagine the google searches that's inevitable that that will also come right but that will be the second wave and yeah you you'd be wise i don't know in my opinion uh, i've been wrong about many many financial things to front run the, the the big money, right? Because like if you wait, it's going to move up fast because these guys aren't buying one Bitcoin, half a Bitcoin. They're going to buy 10,000 of those things, you know, and it's just going to be like, there's not that much supply. You know, the halvening happened, the miners are selling less and the hodlers are not making theirs available. So <laughs> it's yeah, like, God, well, who's going to sell it to you? So I, it's it's very exciting you know, you got to get your storage game down, but it's, uh, it's exciting. It's, uh, it's cool. No doubt. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot more than this football season. I'll tell you that much. That's for, for yeah, damn sure. The football is tough, man. You know, there's so many injuries and I mean, there are every year, but it's just, it feels a little off. You know, I, I have this primetime team that got a win. This dude I was playing picked up Taysom Hill and he already had, he had Kyler Murray starting and Derek Carr, on his bench, but he picked him up to block me because I lost Prescott and Daniel Jones was on bye, so I had only Mayfield. So I ended up getting stuck with Alex Smith, who got me 12 points. Mayfield only got 10 on my bench, so I got two points out of it, but I would have had Taysom Hill at 27. So we're playing each other, and he did a block move, but he still lost, so karma's a bitch. He yeah. lost the Monday night game. I got Antonio Brown, and he had Ronald Jones, and that was it. 
my wife actually did the same in our Superflex league and was uh, upset that she didn't end up starting Taysom Hill. So she just blocked her opponent and was dealing with injuries. But uh, yeah, he looked good, man. Surprising. I know that one deep ball that one makes fun of, but it's like a mobile breeze. It'll definitely could be different now with a week of, of games uh, well, film and in Denver. But boy, he, he was impressive. I mean, he just fed Thomas and ran two TDs in fantasy and real life. It was better than I thought. Well, Rufus had an interesting point is he didn't, Peyton didn't announce that until like Saturday, I think last week. Yeah, I heard that they really did have to prepare for like that they really did they were preparing for both QBs. It was a problem. Right. And they could easily put Jameson if the you know, and that is it is a difference. You know, coaches are like, Oh, I'm not gonna tell you if Sony Michelle's healthy, like who cares? They're gonna prepare right. for Sony Michelle. Yeah. Like, what does it matter? But you know, you have one running style quarterback and another regular pocket passer type. I mean, it makes a big difference in terms of Camara's usage and everybody else. So it actually is kind of smart to like you know, do a surprise announcement. I wouldn't be surprised if they announced Jameis on Saturday as the starter. <laughs> well, at this point, I would be surprised, but that would be funny. Uh, I think Peyton loves Hill, though. It like wants him for like his you know his future quarterback. I think really, but you could be right. You could be right. All right, we go through these games. We already almost half an hour. Yeah, ago. let's do it. Yeah, let's All right, it. Texans minus three at Lions. What do you got there? Um, I laid the points and I went all in on the Texans on our draft, but, um, it feels like Detroit's pro. The more I think about it, Detroit seems like the savvier pick here just cause who's going to be on them. But I went with the Texans. Yeah. I like Detroit. I made it two and a half and then it was three. And then when I was writing it up, it felt good. I was like, yeah, this is the right yeah, way to go. Lions yeah. lost 20 to nothing Buy them low. They're at home on Thanksgiving. I don't know. It seemed like an easier Texans yeah. are like riding high off that Patriots win. It just seems like. It's a, you know, I don't know. Obviously, no one knows what's going to happen, but it seemed like the smart thing. All right. Football no, I, I hear you. The more I thought about it, the more, yeah, I hear you. Football team plus three at Cowboys. I made the line three, and I felt like taking the Cowboys. And whenever I make the line exactly what it is, I always go with the team I don't want. So I took the football team. Yeah, I appreciate that. I agree. This is exactly what the line should be. And I took uh, I took Dallas, but another, another I didn't feel great about. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's exactly what the line should be. I mean. Ravens plus five at Steelers. A couple people use them as their best bet, the Ravens. I like the Steelers. I mean, I set the line six and a half. The Ravens did outplay them the first time, but the Ravens are not the same team. They lost guys on the offensive line, the defensive line, and they've got these COVID problems now. The Sunday thing helps, so I might have had to set a little lower. But I took Pittsburgh. What about you? Yeah, and I liked liked Pittsburgh quite a bit, uh, but liked it more when it was a shorter week with them dealing with all that but ronnie stanley's not coming back and i don't know i think lamar's that that that's a, an issue a, a real thing so um, i still i still like pittsburgh but i liked them even more in the short week i mean lamar's almost going down the rg3 path he didn't get hurt but it's like a rg3 was mvp level as a rookie and lamar was a second year but like imagine like an mvp one year rg3's on his team too he's his backup he's learned from rg3 too well apparently but like imagine being like mvp one year and like two or three years later like you're a you know gadget player or something there's risk of that right yeah roethlisberger's not tearing it up but they're like the third highest uh, neutral pass rate so seven yards per attempt's better than four and a half yards per carry so maybe that's working for them too and their their d's good so i I, i like the steelers all right raiders minus three at falcons i made it two and a half so i took the uh Falcons. I thought three was a lot on the road in Atlanta, better in the dome, and played better since they fired Dan Quinn. So I take the Falcons. Yeah, I'm always wrong on the Raiders, but I, man, I like the Falcons in this spot at home, getting three. But it should be high scoring game. Carr's playing awesome. Waller should have a big game. 
uh, should you know start them all in DFS. But uh, I took the Falcons. I, I like them too. I mean, that's that's. Uh, I guess they're pretty different without Julio, but um, I don't know. I, I could be talked into using them. But uh, then Julio again, I'm, might I'm, play. He might play. Yeah, he might even play. So yeah, I I, I could be talking to, to to using Atlanta. All right, Cardinals minus two and a half at Pats. I really like the Pats here. I know they were horrible last week. I, I made it my best bet, and they just could not get a pass rush at all. But Watson's, I think, a really smart, savvy quarterback. I think Kyler Murray's got a couple more years to go before he's at Watson's level as a as a passer. And they're laying points on a cross-country trip in the cold weather and an early body clock. I'd just give me the Patriots. I think we disagree on a couple uh, hearing you talk on XM. It's funny, me and Matt Harmon on the pod were like, how is this only two and a half? But maybe that's the, maybe that's the sucker feeling. Um, but yeah, it is actually one that I liked this week was Arizona. I don't know with Cam and them, but I don't know. Maybe they'll run it down their throats and Damian Harris. And as you said, Arizona team going to New England, but I just, they seem better to me. All right. I mean, I, I didn't make it like a, a best bet, but I, I definitely like the Pats. Giants minus five and a half at Bengals. I mean, imagine before the week knowing that this was be the line a week ago, you'd be like, "Uh oh, something bad happened." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I'm taking the G man. I'm in at minus seven. The Giants are good. They're off a bye. Defense is decent. Offense is getting better with the offensive line. The Bengals defense is soft. I just think the Giants are going to roll. I could see it. I, I did rank the Giants aggressively on, on the defense this week, but I, I still held my nose and took the points. And I guess Brandon Allen's probably better than Finley. Um, Finley's definitely awful, but it's so weird. Why was he not? did they sign him or was he third string i'm confused what happened there i think he might have been off the practice squad but i was i was telling jeff i was like why is zach taylor still employed like why would you have a backup quarterback that it takes like you know a half to dismiss completely i mean this just seems like why would you why wouldn't you just have someone else as your backup who you thought might emerge as something it's just weird. And I don't know. I don't know how much to buy it, but there are multiple reports about it that locker rooms all un- un- unrest under Taylor, and obviously Burrow going down could really unravel. But man, imagine laying nearly a touchdown on the road with this giant <laughs> real man. It's called real man. All right, uh, Browns minus six and a half at Jaguars. I made it five and a half. Some of the Jaguars, but I I do not feel good about it. I, I laid the points and don't feel good about it, but Jacksonville puts a guy on IR every other day. Um, and then they made another quarterback switch by the time we sent in the staff picks. So, um, yeah, I mean, just an ugly situation there. They're tanking. It's, it feels like, uh, the Browns are actually a bully team. Like they run the ball and play good defense. So if they play from ahead, I feel like they are a team that can cover six and a half points weirdly. I mean, Glennon is really bottom of the barrel, but, uh, yeah. but the Browns, I think miles Garrett's still out. Right. And so, yeah, he is out. Uh, I mean, yeah, they defense, went. Defense isn't they went, that good. They went. They went loot and free. I know you guys love your uh, your puns on XMs. Who should have went that? They went loot and free because he. I know you also love a uh, completion percentage above expectation. He was more than twice worse than the than the, the second to last. So he was like, <laughs> truly god awful. So yeah, they're they're going to Glennon. Like Glennon. I mean, that's another guy. Like, it's those guys like that. Like that's there's just no point. Put a guy in who could be Tom Brady. You know, Luton was a good try. Okay, maybe he sucks. They're nine, you know, nine out of ten of them are going to suck. Just go through them, you know? Like, just yeah. throw them in the garbage and get a new one. You know, just find another guy. <laughs> don't don't stick with, like, some proven mediocrity. All right, yeah. Panthers plus four at Vikings. I like the Vikings. I think they should have been about six and a half, seven. Uh, they did not. They've had a couple of bad games at home against the Cowboys and Falcons, but they're still a better team than the Panthers. Yeah, let's use that one then. Sure. Yeah, I like okay. obviously better. PJ Walker was throwing picks in the end zone. But yeah, right. and I, I like the setup here from Minnesota. Sure. Okay, so we're using the Vikings. And then Titans plus three and a half the Colts. I was wrong about this last time, but I'm still on the Titans. I think they're the better team. River sucks. 
I tell you about Sun XM, but I've got these like couple of guys who every time I say something bad about Rivers, they're like, "You're a hater," and they like cite all these stats. It was so funny. Rivers did have like a decent stat game last game or two, but he had ten touchdowns and seven picks, and his YPA was seven point seven. He's like, he's got a seven point seven YPA. I'm like, yeah, but he has ten touchdowns and seven picks. He's but, like one of those pitchers with the high Babbitt being a point. You know, he's a David Bush man. I mean, maybe not. That, okay, sorry, not that bad. But he really does always have a, a higher YPA than his production would. would you know, would, yeah, he should result. Yeah, and he makes mistakes, and he's a totally immobile guy with a below average arm who takes too many chances. It's it's just, it's not. There's no ceiling there. I'm I thinking, took Titans. Okay, so we can use them Titans and, and Vikings. And this is funny. You and I are on the opposite end of best bets. I love the Bills this week. It's, to me, like this is not a big line. It's five and a half, which isn't even a key number past three. You don't even get to six. And you're in, it's not, apparently it's not going to be that cold in Orchard Park, but it's still like coldish. Cross-country, early body clock against a bi-week rested Bills team that crushed Russell Wilson a couple weeks ago and that has a good offense. Chargers defense is bad. I think the Bills are going to crush him. Yeah, this is the other one I was alluding to because I heard I, uh, I heard you talking to Rufus, and he agreed with you. Um, and I made this my best. This is the game that just jumped out at me, just the, the, the spread here the other way. Seems to me like these are, are very equal teams, so I don't know why it's five and a half. I mean, I guess I get the setup. They're traveling, uh, you know, West Coast to, to Buffalo, an early morning game. But they have really bad special teams, L.A., and coaching, but I feel like that just hurts on the margins. Like, I'm sure they won't win this game, but they'll they'll be close and probably outplay them. I mean, I, why aren't they not a better team? I mean, they've had a, a tougher schedule, a similar point differential. Uh, they, they could be getting Austin Eckler back, John Brown's uh, probably going to miss the game. And I don't know. I think Herbert's just a star. Herbert's great, but Josh Allen's been pretty good, too. They've been sort of similar this year. And the Bills just have a way better team around them. Like the Chargers defense. Well, why do you say that? What do you mean? What do you mean a way better team around them? I think the Chargers defense is, is probably better, right? No, it's it's been bad. Everybody lights up the Chargers defense. You want to start all your guys against the Chargers defense. Uh, well, well, they've allowed a, uh, almost a half a yard fewer. I think they're you know graded higher in your favorites. Any stat you want to mention? What, yeah, what's, yards what's per stat? play or whatever. What's the yeah, yards, yards per, per play? play? They've allowed 5.6. Bills allowed 5.8. Yeah, all right. Maybe the Bills' defense hasn't been that good. The Bills were missing uh, Tredavious White for a while, got him back. Yeah, so, they were missing Joey Bosa. Is, is yeah. he back? I don't know. Is he I back? I feel like they're deceiving teams. I feel, I feel like they're just these I, are I like that. I mean, I like that sometimes you have teams with very different records, and I'll just say, ah, these are even teams. I don't care what their records are. These are basically the same. But I think the Bills Bosa's are better. I think the, Bill, I, think, I think the Bills' defense is better. Just what they did to the Seahawks, they crushed Russell Wilson. And... uh this is a good one. Let's uh, let's do twenty bucks, five and a half. Uh, done. Bills done. Half. Done yeah. and done. Right. Uh, happy to cool. do it. Okay. Cool. And the coaching is a serious liability. And I also just like the Bills are off a bye, and the Chargers just got a win over the Jets. It's a shit win, but it's you know <laughs> barely too. Yeah, they yeah. barely beat the well, are you for teams that just barely beat the Jets. But it's not it's not like it was ever in doubt the win, but they the cover they had. It's very frustrating. All right, man. Uh, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, uh, Henry Eckler, and Herbert. No, it's that a great is, skill. No, it's a great a skill talent. position set up for the yeah. future. Wait till they get a coach in there. Yeah, it's great. It's great skill talent, no doubt. Rabid fans in LA, they're probably so pumped up. They're just fu- so fired up in LA for that. Oh, yeah, sure. They care so much. Yeah, exactly. Dolphins minus seven at Jets. I like the Jets, man. The Dolphins looked horrible. We we're betting them every week. We're, they're covered every week. But then last week they showed themselves like they got dominated by Denver. 
Now they're on the road again, laying seven. This is too much. So give me the Jets. Yeah, faith in football restored a little bit with me last week with the Denver game because everyone was picking the Dolphins, and I'm like, it's not that easy. Football is not this easy. This has to have some crazy shit happen. It has to. And by the time that game started, I'm like, I would have switched this to my best bet. And, of course, uh, and then it actually did. Turn that way, and I think, too, it might be uh, some growing pains here. So I'm saying let's use the Jets. Yeah, okay, let's use them. We love the Jets. <laughs> Real man, when he's already out of contention, the Super Contest is totally courageous and uses the Jets. Saints minus six at Broncos. I take the Broncos. I think it's kind of a lot for Taysom Hill. He's a guy, if they don't do the bait and switch, uh, you can game plan for and probably take some stuff away. You know, it's it's harder to take away a guy like Deshaun Watson who can – run and read the defense and go through progressions. I think Taysom Hill is a little more simple. Agreed. I, I like the Broncos here. Um, my only concern is that the saints just dominate defensively and, you know, kill lock. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I cited with Denver. Okay. And then Niners plus seven at Rams. I made it seven and a half. So I'm on the Rams, but I don't love it. Uh, the Rams lost to the Niners outright Niners off a of bye. Shanahan will know how to attack that defense, which is good. And Goff kind of sucks. He, he was good last week because he had all day to throw. But I don't know. I just think, like, I don't trust the Rams offense that much. I t- I'm taking the Rams, but I don't feel good about it. I would use the Rams. I don't, the setup isn't great. Obviously, you said coming off the bye and then coming off the short week and then coming off the win on, in prime time. How do you right. get motivated to face this Niner team? Um, but sometimes that, that stuff is overrated. And this is a Niner team, not only with all the injuries from before, but is Ayuk going to play? Trent Williams isn't. I mean, this offensive line is going to get absolutely eaten. I mean, no, man, this is going to be. And Mullins, Mullins can like do yeah, some crazy this, bad stuff. I'm, I'm telling you, it's going it to, this would take a, a, a crazy coaching for this. I, I, no, the, the, the Rams will boat race him, I, I'm afraid. All right. Well, I have the Rams, so I can use them. And then Chiefs minus three and a half at Bucks. I took the Bucks. Brady looked horrible Monday night, but he's past his bedtime. Who knows? But the Chiefs' defense is not good. I think the Bucks will move the ball up and down with all those weapons. I mean, it was pretty cool seeing all those guys like Antonio Brown, Gronk, Godwin, Evans all in the same field. They didn't work much against the uh, against the Rams' defense, but I think it's the Chiefs that will. So I, I took the points. Maybe the age is just slowly catching up. You see the crazy shot. Brady's like over twenty one on passes, twenty yards on last twenty pass yards down the field. Um, I could see it, obviously, the Bucks bouncing back at home, defense and all that. But I, I did lay the three and a half here and, and expect, uh, I don't know, uh, Tampa Bay's reeling right now. This is definitely should be an interesting game. 55-56 over under with that Tampa Bay D Their D sucks. Their D sucks. It's great against the run. You cannot run against them. It's like a wall. JPP is like the greatest yeah. player ever. I love that dude. I was saying that guy should go to the Hall of Fame. I, literally, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, but, awesome that he's still doing that all uh, that stuff he's you know, crazy yeah. Yeah. I, I mean it's kind of sad he, the Giants let him go because that guy still he, he destroys the run from the end position from like as an edge rusher he's really good all right but uh, Tampa Bay it's surprisingly getting lit up by the past lately so quietly yeah, it so. started with Danny Dimes who you know they, they almost scored That's 25 right. and then, yeah, but and Dimes been more yeah he missed a couple wide open throws and was like wait their pass defense isn't very good all right, uh, Bears plus eight and a half at Packers. I took the Bears because I made it eight. I like the Trubisky's taking over because at least his mobility gives them something. I mean, Foles just had nothing to offer except, you know, the most important thing, but it's more applicable to his uh, future career in the adult film world. Maybe, you know, third and a foot or something they could 
it could help them with the quarterback sneak or something. But otherwise, Trubisky, I think, is an upgrade. And uh, I held my nose and took the Bears. Uh, I didn't even know Trubisky was starting this game. I thought he was still dealing with his shoulder injury. But whoever it is, it's uh, a bully setup for, for Green Bay. I, I, I don't know. I just, with that Chicago team playing from behind, whoever is playing quarterback, I, I laid the wood here. Yeah, I, I can see it. I'm not, I don't feel good about it. Uh, all right. And then uh, Seahawks minus five and a half at Eagles. Talk about holding your nose. I mean, I had the mm-hmm. Eagles last week. They're so gross. Like, you know, Wentz has the triple crown right now. Fumbles, interceptions, yeah, but what and sacks. Yeah. Fumbles, interceptions, sacks. That's, that's wild. Lead the NFL in all three. Yeah. Impressive. It's really, I mean, it's hard to do because usually you get removed before you can hold on to those things, but it's that's know, true. 12. But I, I think I'm hanging on to Jalen Hurts in all these super flex leagues for, for, for not. Well, you never know. I think if he gets destroyed this week by this weak defense, but I took the Eagles. I think they'll move the ball and Monday night home game. They've gotten some guys back and just NFL is the NFL. Like it's a lot, a lot for Seattle to lay on the road. Oh yeah. I would use them if you wanted because things you just said and a healthier receivers could maybe take advantage of, you know, the horrible secondary for Seattle. So yeah, I like the Eagles as well. All right. So we agree on a lot, but we don't agree on the ones I like best. So <laughs> we're going to use the jets. That's for sure. Yep. And we'll use, I guess the Titans. Go with me. Yeah, the Vikings. 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 So those yeah. are three. Yeah. And then the other two, we don't have a show tomorrow, so the other two would be, so you don't want, you're not going to, you're going to fight not not to use the Bills. Yeah, so, we bet on that. Okay, fine. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> so I don't I don't really want to use the Eagles, though. It's really ugly. Let's use the Eagles. Screw it. Real man use okay. the Eagles. Yeah. And then the fifth so. one, let's use, you don't want to use the Lions, Let's use the. Uh, I don't like the Broncos that much. If you want to use the the uh, the Rams, I'll use them. Rams. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm, I'm yeah. fine with that. that. If you, yeah, you're, the, you're the Niners guy, so if you feel sure, strong, I'll go to, they are, Yeah, I really think they're going to so, get eaten. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So, All right, you know, cool. so we'll yeah. we'll tax, but that that seems to be it. I'm not going to yeah. put that much thought into this, given. <laughs> yeah, the I think we're good. I'm yeah, not agonize yeah. over yeah. this shit. I am going to get fired up over a twenty dollar uh, Bills Chargers nice. minus five. Oh, this is big. This is big. Yeah. For sure. Wait, don't um, you owe me money for some other stuff? Like, didn't, oh, I, oh, we'll talk about that. I need to get on that. I've, I've, uh, I've gotten a non-response on an email. I need to handle, deal okay. with, see what's going on there. I, I've gotten so, a, so no, a no for that league. So you'll, but, you'll take yeah. the LeBron money out of that. And then two, oh, yeah. didn't we have a bet on a game though recently? Like one of these kind of games? Oh man, I don't know. I'm a sure I'll also look back. You know, I'm okay. for it. You know, if it's anything, yeah. Dude, you know, I'm, don't no, make no me come to your house. Yeah. Dude. No, we'll yeah, we'll have to don't, circle back. Don't, yeah. don't make me do a five dollar wrench attack. Okay, I don't want to have to do it. What's that? A five dollar wrench attack? You never heard of that? No. There's like a a Bitcoin meme where there's like some nerds talking to each other like, oh no, they can't get it. It's encrypted keys. They'll never get oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, reality is like a guy shows up with a $5 wrench and hits you over the head with it once. And you're like, what's your key? You know, what's your, what's your passwords, you know? And you cough it up. So yeah. I don't want to do take a wrench. Yeah. I don't want to do a $5 wrench attack, dude. You better send that money. Yeah. So, okay. No, I will. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's a good reminder for me to like, yeah, to actually uh, circle back with someone on that. And uh, yeah, crazy times. They're having. I'm building. We're launching basketball, and even uh, Pianowski's certainly helping. But NHL for Yahoo right now. I mean, imagine being uh, trying to figure out basketball yes. rankings, and I'm doing uh, draft fantasy basketball drafts right now. Like it's uh, just like if enough, enough BS isn't going on. Do, so yeah, a little, do, you not, 
overkill. Do you not find it like crazy? Like, okay, so the schedule is this for next year. And you're like the schedule for next year, dude. Don't you realize it's the apocalypse? Don't you realize these checks won't cash in a minute? Don't you see that everything's crumbling and everyone's, but what can you do? You have to proceed as though everything's fine. I mean, it might be, you can't just like stop everything you're doing. You know, it's like, everyone's like, okay, on to hockey. Well, yeah. What else? It's just, but it's just so weird. You know, it's like, wait, what, what are we doing? We're doing this. This doesn't make any sense. I know. I know. It's crazy. And you know, it's only getting worse right now in the NFL too. So yeah, it's It's just such a strange like time we're in. Uh, Last thing I, I've been watching Cobra Kai on uh, Netflix and I like it because I love the Karate Kid so much, but Cobra Kai is kind of beneath me, like at least so far, like it's, it's like one of Sasha's shows super campy it's like super campy i'm sort of enjoying it it's like bad acting very campy but uh anyway i really liked season one i thought it was uh, of course i came in with low expectations yeah. season one was, was better it was better season two I'm, is where it's, it's a remake of a, of a movie but um i actually loved season one i thought it was great and it was definitely campy but knew it was that and winking at the camera but uh, right. no season two i thought was bad and i just say avoid it altogether okay um season two was is is very much a, a way a show way better than at any any you know deserved to be so i thought it was charming but you could stop after season one okay yeah i'm like three episodes in i'm like dude this shit's beneath me <laughs> that's I don't know if I keep watching this. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It was, I mean, you know, one was all we could hope for. So, yeah, don't don't go. It it was trying to get greedy too much. I see. I get it. All right. All right, man. Take it easy. Have a good uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, same to everyone listening. Happy Thanksgiving, man. All right. Take care, Dalton.